Think Fit, Be Fit, effective thinking for potent workouts. Think Fit, Be Fit is dedicated to creating a new conversation about your exercise. Our podcast helps to uncover how the fitness industry has misled us, and it will show you that if you believe in your ability to improve your body through exercise, you don't need to rely on diluted or shallow information. From there, you can then educate yourself about the thing you are trying to change, your body. Then by engaging in a process of self-mastery, you will discover the secrets of exercise. My name is Jen Schwartz. I'm the founder of Think Fit Be Fit podcast. As a full-time muscle activation technique specialist, strength and conditioning coach, and detail-oriented personal trainer, I developed this podcast to help ensure that your time in the gym is well spent and that you have the power of enhancing your exercise with effective thinking. This podcast is an educational resource designed for those who have overcome injury and want to stay healthy in the gym. I have seen miraculous changes in my clients, pain, discomfort, and their training progress by working on the health of their neuromuscular system. This podcast uncovers the tools that I have used repeatedly to help my clients consistently exercise without pain. If you are a person who has an injury, is unsatisfied with rehab, or has consistent struggles with staying on track with your training programs, you'll want to subscribe. And also if you're a trainer, a teacher, or a student that is looking to understand exercise science and apply it to a training thought process, you'll definitely want to subscribe. Please go to the iTunes store to subscribe and let other people know you are learning from this podcast with a review. You can find out more about my daily practices and tips on Instagram and Facebook at impact underscore your underscore fitness and sign up for the newsletter at impactyourfitness.net slash podcast. If you don't like something on the podcast, please reach out to me and let me know how I can improve it at Jen at impactyourfitness.net. Hello, podcast listeners from Alexandria, Virginia. This is Jen with another episode, a follow-up episode to our running and what is the common fallacy of running. And this is run smarter and avoid injuries. This is supported by an online program that I'm building for runners who want to invest in their education and not be fooled by simple, gimmicky, band-aid, short-term fixes for their running injuries. It's, you know, it's all, it's all about breaking the cycle of chronic chronic tightness and injury and taking control of your training so that your runs are like not disappointing and you're not bored and they're not getting old. You have to invest in your education in order to do this. Uh, If we want to stay injury free, identifying a more precise routine is absolutely necessary. We're going to talk about that today. And here's the, here's the thing. It's just difficult to apply running techniques and injury prevention tips to muscles that just feel weak, tired, or just off. 
And it's also hard to apply training information without thorough and smart assessments. So if you haven't listened to the common fallacy of running and you are interested in smart and thorough assessments, listen to that one. The whole episode is really about the fact that running isn't just this simple way to get fit. So I'm, I'm talking to people that um, believe that running and cardio are the smartest ways to get fit and they're not <laughs> at all. So if you need some perspective on that and you want to understand where I'm coming from here and how to actually find solutions and fix your problems, take a listen to that one first, The Common Fallacy of Running. It's from December 2018 and it was, it's, it, it's a pretty popular episode. So this episode is more about the effective thinking for applying exercise. And it is some, like just some really foundational stuff that I know that it is applied through remote, like life sciences, biology, anatomy, physiology in general. And unfortunately, it is also something that this effective thinking idea, this is also something that almost all products on the market and programs out there totally ignore. In fact, they do the opposite. And the people that apply these concepts stand out, not because it's flashy and the brand new way to do something and it fit, you know, and it automatically fixes your problems. And it's, it's not that it is a perspective that will change the way that you see the body in general. It makes so much more sense and it will help you be a better problem solver when it comes to the complexity of your health, your running and your fitness. So let's break down before we get into like the strength training concepts of our, you know, our running injury prevention. And there's also going to be some myth busting in here. So we're going to, I, you know, and I love to do that. That's in a lot of my episodes. So of course that's, that's going to be in myth busting and breaking hearts. Um, and then there's the, the thinking that we're going to go through which will help you set up your own experimental process of being a better runner and running smarter. And then we'll talk about some tips for potent exercise and how to actually apply this concept. The, the thing is, uh, if you really just want the exercises and don't want to do the concepts and understand the thinking, you're not going to succeed fully. So just know that if you find yourself in that pattern of always skipping ahead and giving me the exercises, uh, just do the exercises, just do it. You're failing yourself. You're wasting your time and you're creating an opportunity cost that you won't even know exist until you, until two or three years after the fact. So just take a step back, realize you don't know anatomy. You don't know physiology. However, you desire to take control of your training and take control of your body. So you have to learn them. 
And if you skip right ahead, you're not going to get anything. So that's why at the end, I'll be telling you about the program that I will be launching online for this very topic and that it is super effective. So let's break this set down real quick. Exercise is a science. And if you want to guarantee better results over a sustained period of time, the best approach is to understand more about the science in an environment that favors you. So we're getting into the science part and the sustained period of time and better results really comes from applying this information in a scientific way. So we are running an injury in general, like, you're wasting your time if you're guessing on what could help your running aches and pains. And you just going to the running store and talking to the professional, the, you know, the sales professional there isn't a good way to do that. <laughs> and I, I, my professionally, I do work with a running store and the person there's name's Josh. If he sees that someone is more interested in learning about their body and learning why they're hurt, he sends them to me. It's, this is how, this is how I built my business. And then there's all these other people that it just ends up like he's this like bartender of running complaints. Cause like people just come in and complain and want shoes that are going to fix their problem. And it's very binary thinking. It's very black and white. It's very, um, modern politics way of thinking. And which, you know, isn't good because, well, we're not going to get into that. So to do this, we have to learn from this very important perspective that I was discussing earlier. It covers all of the life sciences and that is structured dictates function. So from this view, it's, it's, it's easier to essentially reverse engineer and get to the bottom of what is holding us back from our goals. And so to believe that, you have to understand that the human body is a complex system and that A doesn't always equal B, that muscles aren't machines and muscle patterns and all of these words that are thrown out left and right to help you, I don't know, help you buy something. It, it's, it's not about A to B. Like you have to spend time educating yourself about what you're doing to your body and how you're applying science to your body to actually um, get out of the cycle of injury that you're in. So to do this, you have to spend some time on the mechanical functions of inside that complex system. So you have to believe that we are a complex system and that within that system, there are redundancies built in so that things that break can heal that the body has a lot of wisdom and that we don't fully understand all that wisdom yet either. So the other, um, and in order to do that, you also have to believe that you also have to believe that the muscle system is very influential in how your body performs. So these are three things that uh, aren't totally commonly accepted in the fitness world. And again, it's because they don't subscribe 
to the idea that structure structure dictates function and that is the thing that separates science from exercise fiction and the sales part of exercise most people selling stuff aren't rooted in biology and anatomy and physiology i'm sorry i sound like if i sound like a broken record but it's it's to me it's totally disgusting like most people are just getting sold crap every single minute of the day and in order to uh, really embrace these concepts of uh, injury prevention and structure dictates function there are uh, three mindset defaults that I believe hold people back in an injury cycle um, one and we're not going to get too deep into these not understanding the stress adaptation curve another one is having self-limiting beliefs and then not understanding that the mind the brain and the body are connected obviously but there are three different things and all of those things affect the structure of the brain and the body so there are real neuroscience implications for every time you go and exercise and the influence that has on your structure so those are the three thing like so those are the beliefs and the some big mistakes that if people don't have these it's really hard almost really impossible to get out of an injury cycle so if you're running and you find yourself injured all the time uh i have all this stuff published so check that out get on the list um as i say so running and injury there are two things that can solve a lot of problems in this and then one of them is having a more tailored strength training program and then creating more change in the body so these all have to do with applying the the science and in order to do that um, understanding what a tailored strength training program is so again go back and listen to that uh, assessment based running podcast or book an appointment <laughs> um, and then creating more change in the body this has to do with the long game like how you approach the body is it all superficial goals or superficial outcomes or is it creating change just so that your body gets better at creating more change because it like all exercise is a compounding effect i had to explain this to someone the other day who is a ironman athlete training for an ironman coming up and he's doing all the right things and he's got a great team and then when I said it's all compounding, he had to take six weeks off for his training, which at the time that we're at in his periodization is pretty critical. And he just said he couldn't believe how much he lost, but he's also been like string training with a physical therapist and twice a week and taking rest. And he just didn't believe, I honestly don't think he believed that 
any of that would have a compounding effect into him performing better. So all he wanted to do was run, bike, and swim to get better, which is definitely a big part of being an Ironman athlete. But understanding that exercise has a compounding effect and that all the things, all the little things add up, he didn't believe that. And as I'm working on him, which I found really interesting. So one of the goals you should have for your strength training and all your cross training and your flexibility training and your mobility training is that creating more change in your body is is one of the best outcomes of exercise. So we're going to get into some strength training issues, um, common running problems that strength training can address. We have overstriding, where the foot lands too far in front of the center of mass. Uh, this would look like you would see this in how people land and that it's just really inefficient to get the other leg. Uh, turning over quickly. Another common running issue that strength training can address is asymmetry in landing, uh, poor hip drive, and then high ground contact time. All of these things that I just mentioned are connected scientifically in, in research to high injury rates. Strength training can address these items. Uh, Footwear and terrain have a big influence in the landing and maybe the overstriding, but that's probably more of a strength and cueing uh, thing. But, um, so there are some other factors that can be manipulated, but for the most part, if you are uh, concerned about one of those four things, which, uh, especially number two, asymmetry and landing, um, then addressing it with strength training and specific strength training and tailored strength training can be the thing that gets you over that. And you might have to do one less day of running to get stronger because your body has to recover but and get stronger, uh, but it's worth it. Like the muscle, remember one of the foundational beliefs for using my system is that the muscles have a huge influence on performance and most runners do not understand that. So most athletes don't even understand that. It's really fun. Like they just think it's, you know, more all about their skill set and their execution and their timing when if the muscles are all strong, you'll be better at all of those things. So um, it's definitely worth the time. And I'm you know, obviously I'm not the first person to say that. So the myth busting, which I already talked about, running isn't that simple. That's in the Common Fallacy of Running podcast episode. And another myth busting for running injury prevention is that stretching isn't doing what you think it's doing. So I've got a... Uh, a nice medium blog post it's called more strategy to get the stretch and it's more about yoga but uh you know there's the the bottom line is there's no way to prove like what is proper stretching technique literally no way like research is not even close to figuring that out because it's so 50 50. so there's no way to prove what proper stretching technique is so why is stretching advice handed out to everyone that runs or steps into a gym 
So if that's the information that you need to learn more about your body, check that out. I've got three articles to read and a podcast episode to support all that. So it's obvious it's something I've thought about a lot. And then our most applicable thing right now, besides putting on the glasses of structure dictates function to look at your whole training process, um, potent exercise needs effective cues. Okay, so this is the difference between internal performance and external performance. I have a podcast episode, all exercises exist on a continuum, the most popular episode, and it was like the second one I ever did. Um, it really talks about the difference between different types of exercise and how to compartmentalize your training to understand when to focus on things externally, like numbers and heart rate and uh, like how fast you're going or your, your form. And then there's a time to focus on the internal performance of your body, which is the muscle system influence. So this is, you know, strength training and warming up cues. This applies to having a specific goal for identifying for the identified weak areas of your muscle system and being able to cue yourself around the push and the pull around the joint area. Uh, focusing on the muscles overcoming the push in the pool. And this is something that is in my up my course, Movement Pathways, that is a major focus and definitely a big difference between the way I train and the way I've trained thousands of athletes and the difference between people that are getting hurt and just quote-unquote doing it because the runner's magazine said so. So there's a big difference. Uh, and again, um, research shows that when a, uh, the person is internally focused on the muscle contracting under load, that they can gain up to 30% more strength compared to someone who just wants to count repetitions. So opportunity costs here. Yeah, you're just gonna get some benefit if you don't hurt yourself in the gym, if you, if you can successfully do that but you're missing out on 30%, like how much does that add up? Seriously, like compounding interest, we're talking about 2% a day, like 0.2, right? If you just improve a 0.5% every day, that compounds huge in 10 years. 30% stronger from your strength training every time you go? stop wasting your time, like get into internal cueing. And that's in my movement pathways course, get on the list. That's what the link says in the show notes. So you don't want to miss the, the launch of that in 2019. Um, I just want to touch on this structure and function thing one more time and how, I guess how, how annoying it is that most, almost all programs ignore it and how it is, how the body works, how biology works, however, everything in fitness like doesn't follow this thought process at all. So for example, 
let's talk about a good example of this is how we try to fix our own injuries. Now, what that means is when you attempt to fix your own injury, we're usually using external methods and almost like external cues to solve that. So let's think about pain in this uh, way. So a lot of people will demonize pain, demonize stress as something that has to like go away and that they have to be able to like kill it and then they'll be able to function better. Okay, so that would be the opposite of structure dictates function because pain is an alarm system. That is its function. So you have to really, to truly get out of pain, find you have to create the right environment for your body to sustain movement. And then the alarm system won't understand that it's necessary to go off all the time. So pain in some ways has this overactive alarm system function. And this is if, you know, you're medically cleared for exercise, which I discuss in length on injury rehab versus injury recovery. So if you're in, in if you are in an injury recovery phase, meaning you're medically cleared for exercise, but you still have a number of things that like basically stop you from achieving your goals. You, ha you have this overactive alarm going off around soft tissue that isn't truly injured or truly endangered. So to create an opportunity for that to go away, there you have to work on the environment that the body is in and creating a safety index for it. And that is, guess what? It's exercise <laughs> and probably healing modalities and helping your body understand that it's not in danger because it's, it's probably not in much danger at all. And there, so that is one way that this structure dictates function works in the real world. And then a really simple way that it works in the real world is like, just look at your hand and look at your foot. Like, what are they designed to do? Now, in like tribal communities, you look at their hands and feet, they actually look different than ours because they're walking around without shoes, they're probably climbing trees, they're running on all different types of terrain. And what this does is it spreads their toes out to almost look more like fingers than how our feet look, uh, American feet, because we've been stuck in shoes all the time and our foot ends up looking like a shoe or just not, the, the toes aren't spread out that as much. So that, that phenomena is a structure. So that phenomena is like a, how the, what am I trying to say here? So if you look at the structure of the hand and the foot, that'll dictate its function is what I'm saying. So my hand is, you know, it's dexterous in being able to hold my phone and uh, we can do all these fine motor skills with our hands because of its structure, because of the way the bones are um, essentially, you know, the bones dominate. So the bones 
are the ones that create the demand for the muscles to accommodate. So they're, you know, essentially they're made up of similar materials, but one is more dense than the other, right? So the muscles, they're just doing their job. Um, they contract, push and pull on the bones, but the bones dominate how the system works. So how my hand works, how my foot works. And this also, you can look at a pulley system and see the same thing. Like the ropes and the cables are the muscles. And the position and the number of pulleys will determine like how much stress or power it will take to move an object, i.e. the bones. So that those are examples of how this works. And it's something we're going to cover uh, in depth on another podcast. For now, get on the list for movement pathways because that's where all of this information is going to become extremely applicable. If you got any, you know, got something out of today, get into internal cueing for your muscles and understanding like why that's important. And once you understand like why that's important, it, honestly, it will change your exercise. I, I promise. You know, the program, it's dedicated to creating this new conversation about your exercise to help you uncover how the fitness industry has misled us and you, and it will understand, it will show you that if you believe in your ability to improve your body through exercise, you don't need to rely on diluted or shallow information that removes science completely. Like, do you guys understand that most of the fitness industry doesn't follow basic biology? Like that is insane and that it's like a $30 billion industry and not all those $30 billion are spent on diluted and shallow information, but a large majority of them are. So that's why you need to get on the list and start learning about your structure and start learning about the thing that you're trying to change the most, which is your anatomy and physiology. The running injury prevention program is alive on my website, you can purchase this uh, more in-depth information and concepts and then get an exercise program just for your hips. There will be other modules coming out and they're all designed to make you stronger as a runner based on structure. Thank you so much for listening. I have really enjoyed putting all this information together for you and I enjoy hearing back from you and how much stronger you're getting and how much more motivated you are because you understand how the body works. Have a nice strong day and I'll see you on the internet. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and comment, like, dislike. Just give me some feedback on Facebook and Instagram at impact underscore your underscore fitness.